Welcome to Language During Mealtime. Certified speech-language pathologist and children's book author Becca Eisenberg brings you creative professionals from the language learning and children's education field. With these ideas, parents can help their children with special needs improve language and reading abilities. Hi, my name is Becca Eisenberg. Welcome to my podcast, Language During Mealtime, episode number 57. Today, I'll be interviewing Lori Melnitsky. Lori Melnitsky has been an ASHA certified and New York State, New Jersey licensed speech language pathologist for over 25 years and has helped hundreds of children, teens, and adults in her diverse professional lifetime. She has witnessed preschoolers eliminate stuttering as well as older students and adults transform from stuttering to fluent and confident speakers. Lori is one of the only speech pathologists duly certified in stuttering, cluttering, and prompt therapy. Lori served as a consultant to the children's television show, Arthur, for a special episode on stuttering. She was featured in Newsday following the King's speech and was an honored guest at the premiere due to her expertise on the subject of stuttering. Lori stuttered severely up to her early 20s. She could not participate in class, call friends on the phone, or say her name. She turned her life around to help others and herself. She was honored to have written the forward for a book on stuttering called Jason's Secret. She is a published author in Fluency Journals. Um, And if you want to check out her website, go to allislandspeech.com. So I'm really excited to have Lori on today. I actually had reviewed Jason's Secret on my website And I'm really happy to have Lori on today so she can talk about um, just, you know, just her background as a speech pathologist, about the book, Jason's Secret, and just all the amazing things that she's been involved with. So thanks so much for being on today, Lori. Hi. Thank you so much for having me on. So I guess the first question I wanted to ask you is just about your background and specialty areas as speech-language pathologist. Yeah, well, I've, I've, as you, you, you said, I've been a speech pathologist for over 25 years. And as of right now, I specialize in stuttering therapy for all ages. And I also am certified in prompt therapy. So right now I specialize in stuttering and oral motor therapy. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about your collaboration with the book, Jason's Secret. And for anyone who doesn't know Jason's Secret, you can go to my website um, and it's, it's on my blog under reviews. If you just type in Jason's Secret, um, it's about a young boy named Jason who struggles with stuttering. And it's, it's a really wonderful book because it kind of takes you through the, I think the perspective of a stutterer. And, you know, Lori, I just want you to talk a little bit more about your involvement and your collaboration with the author. For sure. the book. So this is really interesting because there are not that many books about a uh, middle school student who stutters and many years ago, when it first came out, I had read the book and my older daughter was in elementary school and she actually had to do a book report and she wanted to do a book report on stuttering. So it was really nice that she was interested 
interested in it. And we found this book, Jason's Secret, and I started reading it. And I, I really felt like it was like I was reading about me. Um, he had moved to a new school. He was starting fifth grade and he was very nervous um, about being different. And then having stuttering added added on only made it harder. So I read the book and I was just so fascinated by it. And I contacted the author um, who happens to be a person who stutters also. So, and then many, many years later when um, Ellen Marie Silverman, who was the is the author, when she decided to write a second edition of it, she rem- she remembered that, and she had contacted me, and you know, it was just such a nice collaboration of two people who stutter, who kind of wanted to get the word out, and, and who wanted un- other people to understand um, the frustration especially in this case of a middle schooler moving to a new school who had to say his name and how hard it is and how hard it was. Right. And that's part of, that's part of the whole story is that, um, I mean, I don't want to give the book away, but, um, (laughs) but, but in the beginning is that when he started, he's starting in a new school and he wanted to start fresh. And part of his secret was his stuttering and his journey through, um, intervention. And so one of the things that I'm sure, you know, personally, um, it's just about struggles with self-confidence, um, for, you know, for children, for, teenagers and young adults. Um, and just, you know, I wanted to speak, I wanted you to speak just a little bit more about, um, advice for parents because it's because I know that Jason struggled in the book with his self-confidence. And, um, I know a lot of parents out there have questions about, well, what could I do to help my child be more confident and work through, um, work through stuttering. So I was wondering if you, had any suggestions for parents of, you know, children, whether they're young or they're older, um, about like when to start intervention. Um, and we always know earlier is better, but if you could talk a little bit more about kind of what you do to help instill self-confidence or maybe what's helped you along the way to help others. Sure. So, um, you know, the one, you know, message that I could really say is to definitely get help early on. Um, not not only for the stuttering aspe- aspect, as you brought up, the confidence aspect of it. You know, unfortunately, people are still being told to wait that the kids might developmentally outgrow it. I just encourage parents, if they're not sure to really seek out a speech pathologist who specializes in stuttering because waiting and you know having a having a child hide can only make it harder it's going to block them from speaking um and it's going to push their self esteem down so the most important thing is to get them help early on also encourage them 
to speak, whether they stutter or not. Um, because as in this book, Jason learned to really hide it. And when you hide it, you're kind of hiding something that everyone will notice anyway. So that's what I can encourage the, the most. I mean, always use a lot of positive praise about communication because people who stutter, it's, it's just not one thing that they usually feel good about. So if the confidence is out there at an early age, um, it they won't hide it as 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 much, and um, the whole family will be more open about it. So I, I I can't even say it enough. It's important to get intervention early, and if people say to wait, and your child is still frustrated, then waiting isn't the answer. Right. And what's the youngest client you've ever seen? Like when do you when do you start intervention for a child who stutters? So this is a complex question with, you know, not really an exact answer because sometimes a parent will c- come in, but I'm working with the parents more. So I have actually seen kids as young as 18, 19 months old. Not because they, you know, immediately started stuttering, because even at that age, it's been a couple of months and they're extremely frustrated. I mean, usually we start intervention around two and a half, but there are certain risk factors like, you know, is there anybody in the family who stutters? What kind of stuttering is there? Are they only repeating whole words? Are they having severe blocks? So there are certain risk factors, you know, I need to know. So sometimes they start out in weekly therapy, but then sometimes they're really only monitored. So there really is like, you know, no exact answer. But I think the therapy, especially when they're young, is for the child. But it's 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 also for the family because there are there are a lot of modifications that can be done at home that will really help them, and it'll decrease the communication demands. Um, you know, a lot of demands, such as you know constantly um, asking questions can really make stuttering harder and it can make it happen more. So there are ways of just learning some strategies at, at home, um, depending upon, you know, if it's developmental or not, that will really help fluency. So there really is a lot that can be learned, you know, from contacting a speech pathologist early on. And I just have to say, you know, over and over, um, you know, a lot of people, a lot of parents, and I, I understand it, you know, they immediately go the medical route and, you know, they'll start asking a pediatrician early on. And we are the ones who specialize in 
this. So we really, it's, you know, we really can't go the medical route here. We really have to find a speech pathologist who specializes Mm -hmm. in stuttering. Right. And that's kind of just what I also want to say too, is that, you know, a lot of parents may not know, um, about how broad the field of speech language pathology is and that, you know, there's so many different uh, communication disorders and delays that we, we work with children and adults with. And so um, I think, you know, any advice to parents is to go to a speech pathologist that specializes in stuttering um, because I think you're going, you know, like you, Lori, um, because I think, and also just the fact that you've struggled with it as well. I think that it's because you don't, you know, you're not just saying it from like a clinical perspective. You're also speaking personally. Um, So I think that's just really important um, because we don't want to just, we want to go to somebody with that specialization. Um, So one of the things, the next things I want, the next topic I want to bring up um, back to the book and Jason's secret is that Jason was very reluctant to start speech to start speech therapy again um, because his past experience had been that it hadn't worked. And so I was wondering if you could give any advice to any parents out there or even teenage, teenagers out there who, let's just say, didn't have a good experience with speech therapy in the past and you know, what advice you give to families with that, regarding that topic. Sure. I mean, yes. You know, he didn't. He didn't have a positive experience, so Jason didn't want to go to speech therapy. He also, I, you know, I believe he didn't want to go to speech therapy in school because you know he was afraid everybody would know. So that's you know always um something that we sort of have to watch out for i mean i remember being in school and i was actually in middle school also and they you know all of a sudden made an announcement and said lori melnitsky please come down for speech therapy now and they they wanted me to walk down the hall after my name was announced so you know at that point all i wanted to do was hide so in school, you know, and, you know, every child is different and what works for one doesn't work for another. So the first piece of advice I really have to say is that children who stutter need individual one-on-one therapy. Um, they, if they're mixed in with groups that won't help. So they need one-on-one therapy and they sometimes, depending on the severity, they sometimes need a little bit more customized intensive program. So I think the most important thing is to get them to an evaluation, make sure that it's the right match for them and see if some of the strategies and not not only fluency strategies but see if some of the advice about confidence matches what they're looking for um the hard part for parents is that you sometimes have to wait until they're developmentally ready once they pass the preschool years so it's very important that your child is on the same page as you. Um, 
you know, I think one of the advantages that I have now, although I never thought about it as an advantage is that I can get into someone's head no matter what age who stutters. So they open up to me more. So you really want them, you know, opening up. Um, But if, but I, you know, I went through many things before I found out what helped. So you just have to kind of like look around and find, and there's so much, you know, information out there and find what you think is the best, not only for your child, but for the family also. Yeah. And I think that's a really good point. Cause when I, just to tell everybody, I had seen Lori talk, um, and give a lecture. And that was one of the things that I really agree with you on is that if you have an older child and a parent, the parent could want therapy for their child. But if that child doesn't want the therapy and is not invested, it's not going to be as effective. So I, you know, what you were just saying is like being on the same page is important. Right. And I just wanted to add what's hard. I mean, you know, all of us who have middle schoolers or high schoolers, you know, it's a very slippery slope for the parents because kids, you know, in general want their parents' approval. So they kind of want you to be happy. So we sort of have to, you know, watch that what we want exactly as you said, like what we want is what they want also, because otherwise they feel like they're disappointing us. Um, and their stuttering, you know, is really interfering. And the, the most important thing is that we want them communicating no, no matter what. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, one of the things I wanted to also ask you about was just the pandemic and how that's affected your clients who, who stutter. And I know you've also been doing a lot of teletherapy. So I was wondering if you could talk about that for a couple of minutes. Yeah. I mean, actually, um, you know, it's been such a crazy time, as we all know, from March until now. Um, and early on in like March, I mean, I had, I've been working actually online for many years, so it wasn't really totally new. I mean, I see a lot of teenagers. I mean, I'm licensed in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, and Florida. So I see, Uh I've been seeing, you know, a lot of teenagers, a lot of um, adults online for years. So, you know, it was a little new with the younger ones. Um, With the pandemic, I mean, I've got to say, even though it's been such a hard time, the ones who I have seen, and I see a lot now, I see, you know, about 25 people who are now online of all ages. And what I think has been I don't think it's affected them at all. Um, I mean, I've definitely gotten calls from younger ones who are, who are, who are stuttering more. But the ones who have stayed with me online, the ones because I connect people who stutter with each other, so it's it's really decreased the isolation 
Um, they have worked. It's really interesting because I would say in March it was harder. And now three months later, I would say 90% of them have improved fluency. They have made telephone calls they have never made. Um, they are doing more public speaking online in school than they ever had. So in this case, I, for, for the ones, you know, I work with, it's been amazing. I mean, I can honestly say from a personal perspective, when it started in like, you know, March, it became a little hard um, on my stuttering also. So, you know, I just went back to what I knew um, and I went back to the familiar strategies that I knew. And I share that with, you know, everyone because I didn't want, you know, anyone feeling alone um, or like they had to hide anything. And actually the pandemic has actually brought families more connected with me. So I see the connection. They want to know how to help. Um, so even though the pandemic hasn't been <laughs> the most easiest time, it really, honestly, we've had wonderful experiences online. And like, you know, anything, I'm sure that, you know, anxious times tend to bring stuttering out more, but not always. You know, I, I, I think a lot of people think if, if you're anxious, you automatically start stuttering more. I mean, I've had times in my life where I've been very relaxed and my stuttering has been at a high. So I think the most important thing is that if you have a, um, somebody there supporting you, if you have the foundations for more fluent speech and confidence, no, ma no matter what roadblock you hit in life, you still have that to fall back on. And I can't stress enough how important it's been that, you know, all these people who stutter have had other people who stutter, you know, also to reach out to and connect with. I think that's really helped a lot. Well, thank you so much. I think that this has been really, really helpful. Um, so is there anything else you wanted to add before we finished up? Yeah, I mean, I, I really, really, you know, want to thank you um, for having me on, for bringing this um, topic out there. I just, you know, I just want to say, like, once more, the worst, the hardest thing about stuttering is having to hide it and the inability to say one's name or to raise their hand in school or to pick up a telephone is debilitating. So, I mean, really, if, you, if there's one type of therapy that is not working, look around. There are like more research-based therapies out there now. There's a lot of help out there. So I, I just hope who's ever listening that stuttering does not hold any back. Well, so. I think that's, I think that's great advice. And I, I just love everything that you said today, because I think, you know, just during a pandemic, I think some people 
just thinking about the book, you could easily sort of hide, you know, because you could type, you could text and you could sort of not deal with it. Right. 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 In a way. But the thing is, is like the most important thing is getting that intervention because when we do start to, you know, socialize more and see people and talk to people, you never want to hide it. You want to just deal with it and embrace it. And like Lori said, you know, get the intervention. So, um, and it certainly hasn't held you back. I mean, you've been such a strong advocate and you've helped so many people. So I'm really honored to have you on today. So definitely check out Lori's website, um, allislandspeech.com. And also the book, Jason's Secret, which is a great book. So thank you for listening today. Listen and learn with us at Language During Mealtime. <laughs>